1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
0: Believe. You're tuned into the Believe in Bengals
1: show with Solomon Wilcott and Adam Pacman Jones.
0: Welcome everyone to the Believe in Bingo podcast delivered by 828 Logistics and the Cincinnati Bengals improved to 8-4. and They have now won six of their last seven games. They take down the Kansas City Chiefs for the third straight time. No other quarterback in the NFL, has ever beaten Patrick Mahomes in three straight games. Adam, you were all over social media last week saying that Patrick Mahomes couldn't read defenses.
1: What you got to say now? Hold on, Sally. <laughs> um, you know, in his house, we, we do different things. I got one quarterback who I love to death, but I got to take him down and put this other quarterback up. Hold on hold on one second. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. 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 <laughs> Bring out the wow!
1: Smiling. Pop the collar, yeah.
0: I-, I see you even got a signature on that.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> I love it. Yes. I love it. He gets a prime time spot in there. <laughs> yes. Who's coming? Cam Newton coming down. Joe Burrow going up. I like it. I like it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's wonderful. Now, that looks beautiful. Hey, that looks better anyway. There's no doubt. (laughs) And after, after the game on Sunday against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, my goodness, man, we ought to have one of those hanging up in every home in the Queen
1: City. Every oh, home my. in Cincinnati. Man, the stuff that he's doing for the city and the tempo that he's playing at never flinch. I said it last week with you. Um, of course, and nobody believed what we were saying, but we was right again, Solomon. But Joe, oh my god, Joe, just words don't even express how happy I am for the city. That's first and foremost. For the for the team over there. That's second. For the coaches, that's third, and for the owners. And Duke Tobin. Oh, man, you're doing a hell of a job over there, brother. So, what do you have to say about you know Patrick Mahomes' performance? I I thought
0: both quarterbacks was Dylan. Um, uh, I really did. I know you were all over social media, and uh there are a lot, there were some strong responses. Yeah. Um, when you said you didn't think Patrick Mahomes could read defenses. That was your opinion, it's okay, you stick with it. But look, the Bengals and, and Lou romo they had something for him yet again uh, in terms of stifling uh, what Patrick Mahomes, he came in here as one of the hottest quarterbacks. 300 yards every single game, at least the last six weeks. And the Bengals had yet to give up a 300-yard pass a game to any quarterback, and they do it again. So they were able to stop
1: Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, they was. You know, he's one of those guys – if you can keep him up under the three hundred yards, that's containing him, Yes. um I, I think he had two twenty three one touchdown when was the last time he had one touchdown he he only com um, he only completed fifty nine percent of his passes right. and like we said this weekend and week out the stuff that Lou do um in the first half of the game and the second half of the game to to scheme and disguise the coverage. Um, we didn't go blitzing the whole game, as you can see if you watch yeah. the game carefully. We three man rushed them a lot of the game and made them beat us by checking it down and not getting the deep balls.
0: Yeah, and then that last sack by Joseph O'Sai. Um, I mean, we had multiple guys. Whether it was Cam Sample, whether it was DJ Reader, whether it was Sam Hubbard, whether it was Trey Hendrickson. Um, I mean, it was a dip- This is kind of what you and I talked about in the off season that we had greater depth on this defense. Uh, We had greater depth on the defensive line who can get after the quarterback. We predicted that you're going to be hearing different names every single week as guys who can make an impact uh, on the way that we play. And think about this. In the three games, the last three games where the Bengals have played the Kansas City Chiefs, they've only given up six points in the fourth quarter. Yesterday on Sunday, zero points in the fourth quarter. It turned out to be huge in terms of the Bengals being able to win that game.
1: I know we talk about a lot of things, but sometimes we forget about the little things. I don't think the Bengals missed but one tackle the whole game. Um, And I know it it sounds like, oh, you know, they're pros. But when you don't miss tackles and people don't get yak yards, um, you can go down the list from from Bell, Jesse, uh, Wilson, B.J. Hill. Them guys, Play really good team ball, and when they when 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 some happened, the tackle is right there, it's not like they was getting yak yards 10 15 yards after the play, which Kelsey did a lot of. That's why he's he been scoring so much. The, the play of the
0: game for me, and there's a lot of great plays in this game. I mean, Jamar Chase was phenomenal, T Higgins was even more phenomenal. Uh, Tyler Boyd, I know he dropped one, but he made some real critical plays down the strip. But Jermaine Pratt. He just, like a grown man taking somebody candy on the schoolyard, he literally took, I, listen, Travis Kelsey had the ball. He grown Mandy took the ball. Give me that. <laughs> it, it had to be
1: maybe the play of the game, if not one of the biggest plays of the game. Your thoughts? And last one. La- I truly think that's definitely one of them. But remember last week, I, I, we was talking about him, and I told you, I was like, man, did you see how he tackled that tight end? <laughs> he, he just <laughs> uh, Like, he's one of those, I would love to shake his hand to see how hard. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> no,
0: you don't. <laughs> he, ended uh, up in a, he ended up in a sling. He looked like he'd hurt some. He, I mean, he's got what we call grown man strength, right? That's that kind of strength that they don't – you can't get it in the weight room, you can't get it – you know, it's just that natural grown man stuff that once you are in the weight room combined with the grown man stuff, I'm telling you right now, I even Travis Kelsey don't know how he took that ball. It turned out to be one of the biggest stops of the game. Not only did we get the bar and take it down and turn it into points, right? So it really was very pivotal in helping us – to win the game. Adam, it's time now for the Performer of the Week, brought to you by the wonderful people at Eli Sports Bar and Grill. Um, and this one's easy. <laughs> uh, the the Performer of the Week, Week 13 for the Cincinnati Bengals, none other than Joe Burrow himself. You've got his jersey hanging on your wall in your beautiful home. And uh, listen, here's why he was that for me. Every time he plays them, he he takes his game up to another level. In the three games where he's played against the Chiefs, eight touchdowns, only one interception, he's completed 70% of his passes in three games combined when playing the Kansas City Chiefs. And, oh, by the way, he had a touchdown pass for the 19th consecutive time when we needed a drive to go down the field on the game-winning drive. Burrow was three for three. He did not turn the ball over. He protected it while just managing the game in one of the most
1: methodical, meticulous ways that I've ever seen. Um, I totally agree with you, Sally. Um you don't get you don't you don't get a chance to see this too often. And I know I'm probably a little, a little more um Joe sided, but like the things that he's done. In these first three years with the injury, coming back before before camp, you know, having surgeries, two weeks out, you know, come back. Everybody say, oh, da-da this and da-da that, playing no preseason and just finding a way to win. So, you know, if you just watch him, he just finds a way to win. And he has that attitude like, all right, I'm a winner. Like, the biggest thing I took out the game <laughs> was after the game. When the quarterbacks go shake hands, yeah, and yeah. say a couple words, um, you could tell uh, Pat was a little salty, and you could tell Joe's like, "Yeah, I got your number. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got your number. <laughs> <laughs> when you get a chance, no, go back yeah. and look at I, the I, handshake. I, I did oh, see you look, it. You're
1: Like, mm, this is juicy. Yeah. Hey,
0: look it's it's uh, this is this is epic stuff." Yeah, And what we're getting from Joe Burrow, you and I have been saying it. He's the one we've been waiting for. He is the quarterback that if you had to pick one, this is the guy, because it's not about how strong his arm is, not about how well he runs with the ball, and he can do that. It's not about how well he can spin it, and he can do that. To me, I think it's up here. It's from the neck up, and it's in the heart, because that dude don't – Remember, I read I read you that letter from the sociology professor who coached him during his AAU uh, basketball time when he was a, a nine-year-old. Said his post does not raise above a level of calm, like a first responder, right? Yeah. And we saw that yesterday. You could see it in him. There was never a time in the game, Adam, where I felt like, I don't know, man. We Maybe we might have to wait and get him next time. I always felt... I, it's like he was – I could feel his energy. And I think that's everyone else on the team. Joe remains cool, so everybody else remains cool. And even as a fan of the game, as an analyst, a former bingo, he helps me to remain cool.
1: <laughs> he he showed give us that confidence, like, all right, we got a shot to win every Sunday. Every week. Every Sunday, I feel like the Bengals have a chance to win. Yeah. Um, and the, and the big thing is, he what did y'all sack once this week? Yeah, he uh he went that one time, one sack. That's another one week. Sack. We only gave up one sack. I think that's, that's what right. three or four weeks, Solly. That we only gave up one sack over the last four weeks. I think it's been four, maybe five yes. sacks. Yeah, so that that mean my boy getting back. He he he's sitting back there dialect dialecting oh, everything. Right. You know what I mean? Dad. Like a first responder, like you just said, you know, and then he going back and debriefing everything, and it's coming out really nice. It looks really good. He threw and the ball. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing, you know, he's he've been without the number one receiver the last four weeks. Guess what? That don't matter. I'll I find somebody else. Yes, T-Board. I mean, Tyler Higgins. Then it's Hurst come in and have a big game. Then it's uh, uh, Tyler Boyd. Then Chase come back. Now he's back and, and look like he's back in rhythm and not missing the beat yeah. so man this is impressive man this is a great time to be a Bengals fan and all anybody got something to neg- negative to say about joe they just it's it's got to be on some hating shit because the shit that he's doing week in and week out excuse my french but in between the lines we haven't seen that no i mean i don't know when y'all seen it as a Bengals fan but i have i've never seen it joe burrow completed 80
0: percent of the 31 passes that he threw against the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday. That's rare. That's just rarefied air, man. Okay, you go throw the ball 30 plus times, you complete 80% of it. Um, that's Dylan. And here's the T word for Joe Burrow clutch. He's clutch. Third and 11. We needed one more play to stay on the field, and not give the ball back to the Grim Reaper, not to give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, And T Higgins over the middle, that throw was dying. That was money for 14 yards to T Higgins. When you need the play to be made, Joe Burrow makes the play. It's just clutch. It's money stuff. So he is our performer of the week. We're going to talk more about Joe Burrow because we're going to talk about this epic sort of clash between two Titans, um, Patrick Mahomes, and Joe Burrow. Is it the future of the game? We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about um, why the Bengals seem to have the Chiefs number. Got to ask you, why do the Bengals seem to have the Chiefs number? Everyone is talking about it, so we might as
1: well talk about it too. To me, it all comes down to the defensive side of the ball. The reason why we got their number is because of Lou. Lou knows know that he know how to slow the game down, man. Um, you can go look at all the offense, you know, I, like we just gave Joe, but the stuff Lou does with confusing, and changing things up, the looks. Like, if you go back and look at last week, fam, when we played the Titans, last week game plan was nothing like this week. So if you're going back and watch the Titan game and think that we was going to play like this this week, shit, you asked out because that don't add up. You get what I'm saying? We had five down linemen last week. We had three this week. So um, Lou Amarillo is probably the reason why uh, I think the Bengals have their number. Now, the offensive side speaks for itself, you get what I'm saying? But I really think um, it's Lou. Lou is the big difference maker here. There's no doubt
0: Lou is dealing up something that uh, it forces Patrick Mahomes to do the things he doesn't want to do first of all uh he came in with six consecutive games over 300 yards passing Lou Romo and his defense has not allowed a 300-yard passer all season long so they break that streak uh and put an end to that Patrick Mahomes left with well under 300 yards passing at Paycor Stadium on Sunday also in the second half of games we already know he's going to give you something different than what he showed you early in the game he might even give you something different uh, from one quarter to the next. Uh, in the third quarter of Sunday's game, the Kansas City Chiefs scored 14 points. They thought they had cracked the code to what Lou does in the second half. Lou decided to do it in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And they shut him out in the fourth quarter. Didn't give the Chiefs any points. Over the three games uh, that we played them, the last three games, the Chiefs have only scored six points in the fourth quarter in three games against Lou Anaromo's defense. And uh, look, I I just think that he continues to make our defense better uh, the way that our secondary was used. You notice how we always had someone over the top on some of those deep balls. Our linebackers are excellent in coverage, and we're multiple in how we can get to the quarterback. Uh, We didn't let Patrick Mahomes get out of the pocket and break contain. They kept him in the pocket. They forced him to climb the pocket in order to escape. That means he's going to always be running into one of our defenders, into one of our spies. I just love the way that he he never – there was never any time where you felt like their offense was a runaway offense or that we couldn't get off the field on third down. That's typically what you see with a Kansas City Chiefs offense. It, trust me, they're, run, they're on skates and everybody else is just running in sandals but not on and, Sunday against our defense.
1: And and I know people think that we just be blurting out stuff, but like I, I meant that when I said that Joe is a better quarterback, Pack is a better quarterback with throwing on the run. So guess what Lou did? He said, you will not get outside of the pocket oh, nope. and expose us. Mm-hmm. If you want to throw the ball, you're going to have to step up in the pocket every time. And guess what? Yeah, He, he had a little bit of success, but once he started switching it up, Man, Lou is a genius. Man, he's a defensive genius.
0: So I'm gonna go on the other side and tell you why I think we have the number. Our offense against their defense, their DBs cannot match up with Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T Higgins. If we have all three of our guys on the field now, they can't match. I mean, the, you can tell they can't match up. And here's a, here's another reason why. Samaj P. Ryan, 155 yards from scrimmage. Man, he was the workhorse. He was the glue. He was running it. He was catching it. He was coming out of the backfield on third down as a check down back. The first guy could never tackle him. The guy who had to tackle him, he made him pay. He stiffed on another guy to the ground this week like he did against the Titans the week before. So what happens is you, the running back puts pressure on that defense where they have to commit to the box you either have to blitz the run or you have to blitz Joe Burrow, which means we get single coverage on the outside. Yes. They, they don't have one guy in their secondary that can cover any one of our three receivers, let alone saying, hey, let's put one, our lockdown guy on Chase or on Higgins. or on Bo-. They don't have a lockdown guy. So once you have to commit to stop Heron or try to blitz Joe Burrow, Burrow already knows he got the one-on-one, and and in my mind, when we needed to make the plays, we were able to make it
1: because they just simply couldn't match up. At yeah, um, everything you said, Sally, I, I totally agree with. And another big thing is, what do you do? Do 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 you who you double? <laughs> yeah. Who you double, Sally? Whoever you know. double, you got to leave won. the other guy <laughs> one-on-one, right? <laughs> like, that's that's the beauty yeah. of this offense, too, right mm-hmm. now. It's, it's, you got to pick your poison of who you want to double. Um, you double Chase, all right? The other three, uh, T-Hig, Boy, Hurst. You d- double T-Hig, then they go the other three. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, the Bengals yeah. are in a great spot right now as far as offensive-wise.
0: How much does this remind you of? when we had A.J. Green, Marvin Jones, Muhammad Sanu, um, right? I mean, does it kind of remind you? I like, They couldn't
1: stop it. No, they, they just couldn't. couldn't stop it. Only thing different is number nine. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Because A.J. Green, you could
0: not stop. I don't care with nobody. You couldn't, you couldn't deal with that. And you're right. The distributor of the ball, the guy who's the facilitator here, is the biggest difference. Think about it, man. I'm proud of Zach. You know why? 34 run plays, 152 rushing yards, two touchdowns. He never got away from the run game. He never got away from Samaj P. Ryan. Uh, Long gone are those days like when we lost to Cleveland and ran the ball 10 times. That ain't ain't happening no more, Adam. So Uh as long as we keep dialing up the run play, it's important. And we said this a long time ago. It's going to help our offensive line to be better. It's going to help us to protect Joe. It's going to force more guys at the line of scrimmage and open up the thing in the past again. We have said this. We have been heard. I think this is what we saw on Sunday at Paycor Stadium. I think NFL fans all over the country is clamoring for more. It's almost like when we got Peyton Manning and Tom Brady going at it, it seems like the NFL schedule maker said, uh, I know they're not in the same division, but we got we gotta make these guys play each other every year. And and the way that they shook hands after the game, the competitors that they are. I, I do think the NFL ought to have Kansas City and
1: Cincinnati Bengals on the schedule for NFL fans at least once every season. I totally agree. They are they are the face uh of the NFL now. You know, Brady is still here, but. He's opened up the lane for everybody else, I should say, as far as passing the, the throne down. If you go and look at it, all right, Pat, okay. Definitely, you got to put Joe and Pat, Pat, Pat neck-to-neck Nick, as far as entertainment-wise, of what, what Joe have done in his first three years, and we already know what Pat and um the Chiefs have done. So I think this need to be a real, like, a night game. We need – this should be I, – I don't understand why this game didn't get flex. You know what I mean? The Cowboys was a good game, but this 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 matchup right here is starting to draw a lot of attention. Yeah, and here's why.
0: Look, Patrick Mahomes is the Grim Reaper. The reason why they call him that, because if you give him the ball last, he's going to beat you. Joe Burrow is very clever and careful about that. I ain't giving that dude the ball. That's why we – he kept – kind of trying to weed the clock out, using the timeouts, making sure that we're not giving them the ball back because Burrow's the same way. If he has the ball last, he's going to beat you. That's what fans want to see. Whoever last man's standing, dude, you're going down. And I just think their styles of play is also very important. It's must-see TV. And here's – and, you know, I'm all in on Joe Burrow. I think Joe is methodical. I think he's precision. I think he will do anything it takes to win. With Patrick Mahomes, I do think he struggles sometimes with patience. He wants the big plays. He wants to get it all in one shot. Whereas Joe don't care. Joe will take the little dink and take the dunk. Then, bam, he'll hit you at one. He will check down to the run game. I do thought Patrick Mahomes got better at that in this game where he allowed that dude, number one, Isaiah Pacheco was doing some damage yeah, for a little while. He, he you can tell Mahomes is still in a page from Joe Burrow's book. Check it to the run like
1: that. I, I totally agree. Um, the biggest thing though is the deep balls. You know, Mahomes he won't go deep. He don't really want to check. That's, it out. that's right. He don't. No, he, he don't. Want, <laughs> he, don't want, he, he don't like that. He don't like that. Oh, it, he it, want it can, all, man. And I, I'm just sitting here thinking about it when we're rewinding the game. I bet you Lou, like, well, shit, if he's gonna do that, we're gonna we're gonna live with that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's the Grim Reaper, it's Joku. Yeah. Joe Cool <laughs> will just be methodical and precise. And he just doesn't make the mistake. He's, he's got the that precision to his game. And here's what people ought to know. This is only his third year. This guy's not even into his prime yet. He's still figuring it out. He's still learning. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's operating at a very high level level, um, just in his infancy. Wait till he gets into his prime. It's going to be over for some folk. I can just tell you that right now. You and I get to come along for the ride. We want to thank you for joining us on this ride Uh, As the Cincinnati Bengals improved to eight and four, they've won six of their last seven games. Think about it. In the last 10 games, they're eight and two. They are hitting their stride, as Joe Burrow said after the game. It's December.
1: We know how to win these games. And I believe you, madam. I believe. Um, He said, get used to it. Get used to it. I'm used to it. I believe, Joe. I believe in Joe. Uh (laughs) Yes, <laughs> All right. We want
0: to thank you for joining us. Um, hey, look, join us every single week right here on Bally Sports Ohio. This is the Believe in Bingle podcast, delivered by 828 Logistics. Here's that on Pac Man Jones. I'm Solomon Wilcox. Thanks for joining us, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts